Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series and recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co-host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we discuss Tribe 9 and Sabikui Bisco. So can you believe it, Marina? It's hmm. a sports anime that I like. You just said you like it. I like it. It's so You're good. You're still watching it. It's almost as good as Keijo. Okay, so when you originally liked it, like around the first episode, first two episodes, you know, when we did our preview, I figured it was sort of a novelty that you would have fun with it for a couple of episodes and then the sports theme would get to you and that you would drop it. But no. that's not the case. Not at all. It's one of the most enjoyable shows each week, I would say. Seriously? Yeah. You don't okay. like it? I mean, I, I find it somewhat entertaining, but also parts of it I just don't really agree with. Oh, really? Like, why don't yeah, you agree yeah. with? I don't really like how fan servicey and sexualizing it is of almost all of the female characters. And then the villains are, like, hilariously villainy. <laughs> Oh, I see. Some of the ones that were more interesting, like, I think there was that one tribe of, like, jerk-offs who, like, kidnap Saori or whatever, and they turn out to actually be good guys, you know? Right, the motorcycle gang. Yeah, but, like, the one, like, head imperial whatever of the country, they're <laughs> just hilariously evil, right? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, same with the recent one that had uh, all the money. Yeah, yeah, like, really? <laughs> really? But that's what I like about it. I guess so. Did you want to refresh uh, for the audience just what this is about? Yeah, it's about baseball, my uh, least favorite sport. But in this show, they make it interesting because they, like, break all the rules they they play baseball in the entire city, and they can use like their motorcycle or rocket powered bats and crap, and then they jump yeah. off the skyscrapers to catch the ball, and you you have to like beat each other up. You don't have to, but <laughs> certain players seem to prefer doing that. Yes. Yes, and this is called extreme baseball XB, as they uh, often refer to it, in a very neo Tokyo, very modern, futuristic kind of Tokyo, right? Sort of, yeah. It's kind of vague on the setting, but... Yeah. But our team is part of, like, the Minato tribe, and this is definitely going to include a lot of spoilers, particularly about one character, uh, Kamiya, who is, like, the big shot of the Minato team at the very beginning. And I thought he was a pretty interesting character, kind of goofy and sort of hiding his strength, and I thought we were going to learn more about him as the season, like, progressed, but that was not the case. And there's, like, a lot of other little surprises about this series. But um, what are you enjoying most about this show so far? Wait, you don't think he'll come back? I don't think so, because ding, 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 spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. He died. <laughs> what do you mean he's Wait, coming he back? died? I thought he just got, like, banned from playing baseball. Kamiya, like, their, their white-haired, like, really good player at the start? Yeah. No, he's dead. 
How many episodes did you watch? I don't know, like seven. (laughs) There were seven episodes. (laughs) They made such a big deal about it. Like, they were so depressed about it for, like, the, like, sixth episode Uh, or whatever. Like, right after he dies, like, they're shocked when they discover his body, that he was hiding this illness. And remember, that's why Sari is so mad, because she was angry that the guys that who did know hid it from her. Oh. And that's why, like, he leaves his belongings to others. Like, he leaves his bat to uh, the one kid. Like, in the most recent episode, that's like they're trying to, like, somebody's trying to steal it, right? Like, oh. those villains that you laughed about. I see. Well, as you can tell, I've been watching it for the plot. I mean, I was like, wait a minute. This is, like, your favorite <laughs> show of the season. You were saying it's up there with Keijo, and you didn't even realize that Kami is dead? <laughs> no, I missed that. <laughs> Like, that's why when he has, like, that epic battle, right? The one that he accepts that no one wants him to accept. Right. And, like, he's about to, like, tag the guy out. Remember when the guy's going up the vertical, like, he's going up the tower? And right. he has, like, that momentary, like, like something, something stops him. Or he, like, has, like, a blip or whatever. I think that was, like, his illness sort of mm. affecting him. And that's why it, it doesn't go off successful there. And then at the very end when he does tag him, and no one else saw it except the one guy and the villain who got tagged. Like, that was him giving it his all. And, like, at the very end, when he, like, walks away from everyone at the cafe. You know, they even talked about the coffee being his medicine, right? Like, that wasn't actually coffee. That was his medicine in liquid form. Oh, I missed <laughs> Why? You missed all of it? <laughs> I just watch it for the, the sports. Oh, my God. It's all about the okay. sports for me. Oh, yeah. You're definitely the biggest sports fan. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah. What, what do you like about this show, huh? Uh, the sports. That's I like it. the sports. The cl- close attention to realism. Real? Uh, what? The... I like the animation. They had a great uh, shower scene animation when she punched the guy. Yeah, the peak peak animation. He deserved the punch. Like, I can understand the one kid, like, that was an accident. He was dumb. He should have reacted more quickly and closed the door. But the other guy, he deserved that. Right. And I I love the the really stupid villains. You love them? Yeah. It's great. Why? They're funny. They're dumb. They're like, exactly. they, there's no glimmer of goodness in them. Actually, I'm kind of suspicious that the, you know, the son of the, the one who's been attacking everyone uh-huh. and who's like ordered around by his father, the emperor. I don't even know what their actual titles are, but I feel like he's going to come around by the end of this series that he'll like understand the true joy of baseball. extreme baseball. Yes. I think you're right. I can see it happening too. Yeah. I can see him like, Becoming a friend at the end. And I bet the the blue-haired guy is uh, related somehow to those bad guys. Yeah, he's a mystery, right? The one who, like, swoops in to sort of be their savior. Great. <laughs> I like how none of us remember their names. I, I remember Saori, you know, the girl, but the other ones are kind of whatever. Yeah, I think the, the girl is the best character. Yeah, I liked her more with her clothes on. I think whenever they, like, strip her clothes off and sort of objectify her, it's, like, less fun for me, but... I don't think they even... Do they do it that much? I remember the shower scene. For other characters, they do. And I was like, they they obviously, they just had to include the stupid shower scene. They just had to include this kind of stuff. Right. Come on. She was cool at the beginning. Like, you don't need to do that. And then, like, when they go visit the guys and how, like, the way the guys treat the girls that are on their, um, what was it, like, the very Japanese traditional style place where they have, like, all those girls, like, massaging him and fine on him. I was like, come on. I don't know. Uh, and the the latest episode with all the, the swimsuit girls. I mean, if you have, like, the questionably good guys treating women the same way as the actual bad guys, I think there's a problem. 
Right. Oh, they do all treat Sari pretty good, I think. I don't know about that. The way that like, they talk to her, like some of the other guy characters, and, and they're not exactly respectful. Well, but. They're not respectful of the other guy characters either. So. <laughs> That's true. No, no one's respectful to each other. I really think like Kamiya, like the nicest guy, that's why he died, right? He was too nice to other people. <laughs> was he? I thought he was kind of a jerk too. <laughs> really? Now, now I'm going to have to go back and, and rewatch. Bit. And you should probably go back and rewatch more carefully, too, so you catch that moment of death. No, I, I don't care about these you don't, you plot don't care. details. Oh, I see. I just want to see extreme baseball. You just want to see more of the same? Yes. You don't really have any hopes for the future, any expectations as we propel ourselves to the end of the season? You make it sound so depressing when you put it like that, that I don't have any <laughs> hopes for the future. <laughs> I know. You should have hopes and dreams, Drago. Come on. I guess I should, but I'm also enjoying the experience, shall we say. Oh, I had a question. Have you um, seen Danganronpa? Yeah. Or, pl- or played it? Did you play it also? Yes, I've played it. I've seen it. I've done it all. Do you see any influences here since it's from like the same creator and scenario writer? I had no idea it was by the same creator, but now that you say that it is... Uh, yes, the character designs are very similar. As the art is style, the art, right? Art style. Yeah. As is the kind of like little, it's it's kind of dark in a similar absurdist way. Yeah, I kind of remember that. I only watched a couple of episodes of the anime series and I just knew it wasn't really for me. I dropped it and I haven't played the game. Um, I don't know why I'm sticking with this one when I didn't like that one so much. I think it's because Danganronpa is more of like a, a death game, right? Uh, Yeah, it is. Yeah. And this is like less so. They say people die, but like really the only one I've actually seen die of characters we know is Kamiya. And the other ones like they come back. Like I think the Adachi tribe, whatever, those guys, we right. thought they were dead, but then they showed up in the last episode. So I'm glad they're not dead. <laughs> and I didn't even realize Kamiya was dead. Huh? And I didn't even realize Kamiya was dead. <laughs> That's right. So um, this one doesn't seem as uh, grim, I guess, as Danganronpa, even though Danganronpa's not really grim. Right, so Dan- you, you like the grim? No, I like the the way that they did this spin on this sport that we're all familiar with, but they're making it like fun, right? Like right. more fun. I like that. Yes. Baseball becomes more fun once you introduce murder. Sad, no, 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 true. not the murder. Okay, see, this is one of the points of the show, right? That's like... <laughs> What um, the Minato team was trying to, like, teach this other guy is that he's all about going back to the old days where, like, entire teams would kill each other, right? Right. And they, they talked about how they, like, moved past that. And they're trying to convince him, particularly Kami is one who brings it up, is that, like, rules are what make this game fun. Right. And I'm inclined to agree with him. And I think our villains will come around to that way of thinking at the end. I don't know. Yeah, although they're not breaking their rules. So. Well, I think every sport, you have those rules, right? And someone always figures out a way to cheat the rules, or at least, like, bend them, or sneak what they want to happen in a way that, like, isn't seen, right? Right. So even though there are these rules in extreme baseball, I think, like, some of them are being broken, and, like, the robot doesn't see everything. Right. They're, even if they're getting away with it, they're not following the spirit of the rules. Right. And I think that, that that will be like the triumph at the end is that they truly understand the spirit of following the rules. <laughs> yes. Although hopefully they, they don't regress to original baseball, which sucks. So you seem to like, oh, yeah, no, not that far, right? I thought you were going to say back to like the barbaric one, but you're talking about like the baseball we have now. Exactly. This primitive 
<laughs> barbaric sport. Of being in a single field with people in the stands falling asleep? Exactly. Okay. Okay, let's pray it does not come to that. Please, don't let it come to this. Well, shall we move on if you have nothing else to say? Sure. So the other show we're talking about today is Sebikoi Bisco, a title that we both are not quite sure how to pronounce, but there we have it. And this is another version of Japan, right? Both of these are like Japan, but not, because this is, I think post-apocalyptic is how you would describe this, right? Yep. Post-mushroom apocalypse. Yeah, it's... Did they ever explain what it was that made the world as it is in this show? Not that I remember, but I assume it's something to do with mushrooms. Well, I assume it isn't. Because the way they make it sound like that's the assumption that everyone else has, is that they think that the mushrooms are the villain, the cause of all of this, when it's actually the mushrooms that are cleansing the world. Right. Very Nagushka. So the problem was not enough mushrooms. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's it's like a like they're putting the blame in the wrong place. Just like how like everyone's blaming Akaboshi, like all of these what do they call them? The the mushroom keepers. Yeah. Like saying that they're the villains that are spreading it when we've learned that that is not true. Right. They're trying to kill people. Right. Like there's how do they call it? Like there's like this illness that a lot of people get and there's lots of other illnesses, but the main one that they're talking about here is the rust sickness or whatever. Yeah. That um infects people and they they believe that it comes from mushrooms and that that is what's like killing them and there's no cure for it supposedly. There's only like ways to sort of stave it off, which involve mushrooms. Which involve, well, I think like the common populace doesn't actually have that kind of medicine taken from mushrooms. I think it's like outliers like Nekoyagi. I can't even say his name. Right. Yes, to like hide that it's from mushrooms. Right. I think that that's not, like, approved and that he's doing it on the side, right? Right. So I don't even know how to, like, really summarize this show other than we're in post-apocalyptic Japan. We have all of the people of Japan sort of, like, split up into, like, their districts, but they're, like, sort of locked into their districts, afraid to move because the world's become a very dangerous place. Right? Like, there's huge monsters. There's huge mushrooms. And right. our two main characters are out there trying to find, like, the cure. Yeah, the one main character is a doctor, and he uh, he gets thrown in with this mushroom terrorist. <laughs> and he realizes that the mushroom terrorist can help him find the cure for the disease for his sister. So they yeah. go on an adventure together looking for the rust sickness healing mushroom. And we're in the middle of the journey now. I've been having a lot of fun with this show. I think ever since the very first episode, which totally blew me out of the water, I did not expect that out of this. I don't I don't know what I expected out of a Sabakoi Bisco, but I thought I walked into it without very many expectations. And then it turned out to be wholly original and exciting. And it's still that way to me. How about you? Yeah, I, I thought it would be good as soon as we had the first mushroom explosion. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I feel like... You don't very often see this kind of style of show. I don't, I'm not quite sure how to describe it. Another show that kind of reminds me of it is, did you, you watch Dora Hedero, right? Yep, I was about to say the same thing. The style is kind of similar to Dora Hedero, but yeah. it's, uh, it's a lot less uh, violent. Yeah, how would you, like, why do we both think of Dora Hedero? Because of the mushrooms. You think is it the mushrooms and, like, the weird creatures that populate this world? Because there's, like, you don't really have, like, reptile people or, like, that kind of thing in um, Sabakoi like you did in Dora Hedero. But you right. do have some, like, fantastical beasts. Yeah, you have right? the giant crab and stuff. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there is that violence, but it's definitely, like, not, like, the bloody kind of violence that we have in Dorotero. Nah. Yeah, it's much, uh, much more pleasant, I would say. <laughs> and there's even, like, the, the main characters are pretty fun, too. Um, very capable. And I do like his sister, Pau. Is that her say her name? Uh, yeah. She seems to be, like, ridiculously strong. At first, I wasn't actually a fan of the way they sort of portrayed her. Like, I liked that they portrayed her as a strong woman mm. on par with men, like, stronger than most men, stronger than most other people. But they just kind of made her seem kind of dumb. Or is that just me? Well, she she was confused about her brother, but... Yeah. I, I think, given the second... I mean, most of the world is also thinks that the mushroom guys are the terrorists, so... Right. I didn't think she was especially dumb. I guess I, I was... Not really blame that she would be so single-mindedly, like, stubborn, like, willfully ignorant as she seemed to be at, at some certain points of the story, but now isn't. Right. And she's not as smart as her brother, but I, I think he's supposed to be, like, a super genius guy. Yeah. I was sort of being like, come on. Like, just sit down and think <laughs> about it. Don't, like, don't act before you think, Pawu. I, I do think she's smarter than uh, Bisco. Oh, do, do you actually? Do you not have high opinions of Bisco? No, I like him. I just think he's a dumbass. <laughs> Wait, why do you think he's a dumbass? I don't know. He's more just like go charge in head first kind of guy. Right. I guess. I mean, I think that's why they complement each other well, Pau and yeah. Bisco, and why there's a little bit of that attraction later on, even though like they're not nice to each other at the start. Oh, so you're shipping them. I am shipping them. Are okay. you shipping... I'm shipping them too. A yeah. different couple? Oh, okay, okay. Oh, but I'm also shipping a different couple. Well, who? Uh, I like the the pink girl and the doctor. Yeah, me too, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I love when he like pulls that disgusting slug out of her mouth. That was great. I don't think <laughs> who expected that, right? Like that's another thing that seemed kind of Doro hetero esque to me. Yeah, that that was a a, a beautiful fan service scene. That like, kiss. I thought he was going to like kiss her to put medicine into her mouth. Right, that was my expectation. I did right. not expect him to pull that out of her. <laughs> Holy crap! But yeah, this this show is constantly surprising me, uh, and has like oddly heartfelt moments in between, like bouts of comedy and action. And like, if you had asked me if I would ever expected to see uh, gun-toting hippos, an army of them chasing down our main characters, <laughs> like I'd be like, what? <laughs> It's just so bizarre, but somehow it's so good. Yeah, the bizarre really makes it work. It's uh, n- they do not nail what it. you expect. Yeah. I guess part of me is wondering if we're already at seven weeks, right? Seven episodes of 12 episodes, so just a single right. core show. Are they going to finish this? I actually feel like they could, yeah. It does have a light novel and a manga, right? But I don't know if they're complete. They're not. Uh, I have no idea. They did already reach the the goal of their original journey, right? Right. And now they have some time to go back and wrap things up. Yeah. I mean, maybe they could go on longer, but I, I feel like they could reach a, a reasonable stopping point, at least. You know, it's one of those rare instances where I kind of wish that their journey hadn't come to that discovery so soon. Like, it felt soon to me. Right. I wanted them to keep adventuring for a while <laughs> yet. <laughs> like, I could go too core for this, but... Maybe that's just me. Uh, yeah, I, I I could also watch this for longer, but sometimes it's good to just stop while you're ahead. I guess. 
Well, I do look forward to seeing like how they're going to end it. Like he needs to go save this old man and the sister. I'm curious to see how that's going to happen. Well, the the sister caught up with him, so that they don't have to go too far. But yeah, but they they both you saw the most recent episode, right? The seventh one, right? How like they've both been captured, so. It looks like something horrible has happened to them. Oh, wait. Maybe I forgot to finish the episode. Oh. What's the last thing you remember? Uh, I got to where they, like, fought the monster, and then he he got the mushroom out of the monster, and they realized it mixed with the guy's blood and something happened. Uh, yeah. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> oh, so did I not finish? Um, there's a little bit more that happens after that. You might have seen the last episode, but I'm wondering if you finished it. I might not have, actually. I was very distracted today. Yeah, they got to the point of, uh, finding out that the Mushroom Keeper's blood is sort of the activating agent for the medicine. And then Pabu, like, walks outside, and that hilarious villain, the governor or whatever he is, from their hometown, catches up with them. Okay, then I did not finish this episode. Okay. I will do that. You go watch that when you can pay more attention, even though I know you're very busy. Yes. This is a great show, and I encourage everyone to try it. Yes, I do too. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag Kaiseki Anime Podcast or on our individual accounts at Draco underscore Kuhn and at Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so we can continue to grow and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.